met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Welcome to another episode of Subconscious Realms International Roundtable. I'm your host, General Lee, and in attendance, we have our extraordinary co-host, Sir Raven Kiefer. Now then, Raven. My hand, everybody. <laughs> now then, mate. Um, and for tonight, um, we have a very special guest indeed. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome uh, the host and creator of Rained Out Rancast, Chris. Now then, Chris. How's it going? Okay, okay. Um, first, How's it going, you guys? It's an honor for you to be joining us, Chris. Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem. It's the morning. Yeah, unlike, <laughs> I'm unlike, morning. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. I was just uh, saying, I, I'm a morning guy. Uh, so I'll be on fire. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awkward. <laughs> Your East Coast U.S.? Uh, and I'm in the center. Uh, see, I'm uh, I'm uh, in uh, I'm in North Carolina in the Appalachians. So, oh no shit, I've been up yeah. in there. I rode up in there a couple of years ago on the old uh, Harley. Uh, yeah, I'm in uh, Arkansas. Ah, oh, pretty country too. Yeah, it's got some nice. It reminds me of the Appalachia in some parts. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You got uh, um, a Harley Davidson. Chris. I got a what? Uh, oh, a Harley? Eight, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got. It. I, I ride a Harley. I'm one of those guys. <laughs> I do want to trade. I do want to trade it for an Indian though, because I did find out the Indian is American made, and it's made right in my home state of Iowa. So oh. I can't believe I didn't know that. So fuck Harley. <laughs> I said it. Uh, I take that. I, I talk to my bike. It's right out the door here because I'm in my garage. Uh, <laughs> you know, Indians Indians were really nice bikes back in the day. I, I haven't even seen one of the new ones. Uh, they look pretty good, but the American-made type thing, no offense there generally, uh, the American-made, I, I, you take pride in it, you know? And then also it being from, you know, my home state, they build it right up there in my home state, you know, assemble them right there in my home state no well, that makes that makes a difference it does now i don't know about you know making them look as dope as my harley but you know my harley i'll, I'll give you an example it like the other day i was riding over to the dispensary right and i heard this rattle and i I thought it was my exhaust. I thought it was just the heat shield on my exhaust. So I put my foot on it and it didn't stop. Well, 
stupid me. I didn't check the exhaust bolts. I ha- you got to check every bolt like sporadically, right? Because they'll rattle loose, and I didn't check my exhaust bolts recently, and uh, they came off. I've never lost one. This time I lost two. I lost both on the front exhaust. <laughs> the whole pipe uh, was coming off. Wow. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, so, yeah. why you guys do you guys ride? Oh, I don't make them. <laughs> I, I, I love don't get me wrong I love by I, I tell you what I like the look of you know I forget what they call them they call supermotos like uh, like Husqvarna's like it's like like a crosser but they've got like um, the the road legal you see you know, so I don't are they call supermotos supermotos is that what they call I, I'm not sure they call them crotch rockets here crotch rockets Oh, right. yeah, yeah, because they're in your crotch <laughs> and they they rock it really fast. Yeah, they're fast bikes. They're fast, yeah. Yeah, a yeah. lot of people ride those. Uh, I'm not really into. I I would own one for sure because of you know to run one where I live because I'm in the hills. You know, I love yeah. that's my that's really my only favorite thing that I like about living here uh, is being able to go out and ride. You know, it's yeah. it's all hills. It's all it's the Boston Mountains and the Ozark Mountains, and if you call them mountains, I guess you know after being Appalachia and shit. I mean, these are kind of hills, really, really big hills. Yeah, just out of curiosity, do you know the program on Netflix, Ozark? Is that yep. is that? I know there's a place called Ozark. Is that yep, where? Yeah, uh, that's like uh, probably two hours away from me, an hour and a half or something like that. Right. Yeah, that's a real place. That's a real place. I was gonna go try to be a fucking uh, meth head on the show, but uh, I never got around to it. Yeah, I was, I was hoping to, you know, try to. uh, But then you got to do all these headshots and all this fucking Hollywood bullshit just to try to get a an audition to be a meth head extra. I was like, fuck that. Back in the day, it used to be that they'd put out a, a curtain call for extras, and if you showed up and you fit, you got day rate. Yes, uh, I mean for some of that stuff they'll do that, you know. But I don't even know where those calls are. I just seen the ones where they would pop up. You know, the news would talk about the auditions, so then I'd go check it out, and it's like fuck. Even the extra thing, like we, where I'm at, they're trying to make it like a little Hollywood here, right? Which is I, not. But uh, and uh, like they had this film festival here in a city that doesn't have didn't have a theater. <laughs> so they have a theater now, but they started with, you know, it didn't even have a fucking theater. And you're having you're having all these celebrities and shit show up here in Arkansas, which is weird, you know, especially with the Mina connection with the Aleister Crowley Hot Springs connection, because Aleister Crowley was uh he was ordained or whatever the fuck they do uh you know his his 32nd or he he created the scottish right in uh uh hot springs arkansas or little rock arkansas somewhere in arkansas here yeah i mean uh, in these towns down here you have like uh, i have a picture on instagram i believe showing albert pike avenue no kidding yep albert pike avenue Albert Pike Avenue, right wow. in Fort Smith, Arkansas. See, I had no idea. 
Yeah, and see, uh, back in the day, you know, the big mobsters and gangsters, they'd come down to, like, hot springs and stuff because they have these uh, uh, grottos. Is that what they're called? Like, these natural springs and these, you know, hot springs. So they have these natural springs inside these caves and shit, and they would come down, and that's where they would uh, do a lot of their meetings and stuff because, you know, it was secluded. It's Arkansas, just like with the Mina thing. I don't know how much you guys know about the Mina and Barry Seal. Uh, but it's Arkansas. Nobody gives a shit. It's the second poorest country, our country. Uh, it's second poorest state in the United States. Oh, and yeah. pe- when you tell people in Arkansas that we're in the second poorest state, second or third poorest state uh, in the United States, it blows their fucking mind because it's Walmart country, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, in the area I'm at, I'm in Walmart land. Uh, once you get start to get outside of the Walmart area, you can tell you're in uh, one of the poorest states of, of America. Well, yeah, uh, just to let you know, uh, General, um, yeah. Bentonville, Bentonville, Arkansas, is where Walmart's main headquarters yep. is. Right. Well, is that, um, is that good or bad? Mate? I, don't, I know Walmart's a bit like that. Well, Walmart, I mean, it's just like, uh, I don't know if Sam Walton wanted, you know, he didn't see it. I don't think he's seen a future of the, you know, tentacles that walmart has and and becoming you know like uh partners with the u.s government and the department of defense and shit like that but it has became that to where i mean it's all over the place uh they've littered the earth with empty buildings all over the place they uh yeah i mean walmart's not a good thing and you know i was just talking about this on clubhouse with some people the other night about how they were talking about welfare and food stamps and uh, without welfare and food stamps, you wouldn't have um, Walmart, right? Food stamps is what, and welfare is what props Walmart up, not to mention the employees. The employees, it's like this uh, endless cycle, right? The employees work at Walmart, they get a check at Walmart, they cash their check at Walmart, then they turn around, go right back in, they have to buy their supplies and foods and essentials, you know, for for home at Walmart, they they just give the money right back that they've just worked their fucking ass off stocking fucking cans. Thank God for robots or something. Live, they're living and working in the same. And in Walmart is life, basically. Is right? <laughs> for them, basically. yeah. And oh. see where I'm at, uh, Walmart. Um, I mean, I'm not in Bentonville. I'm just in the northwest. NWA, if you want to say that. I came from the NWO, right? I, I lived in Iowa and I moved to Ohio, to Northwest Ohio, to Toledo. So I came from the NWO and now I'm in the NWA. You live in the dream. You got an attitude, I'll tell you that. But it, the, uh, <laughs> the uh, Walmart, you know, everybody who, uh, deals with Walmart at all has any products in Walmart or anything on the shelves of Walmart, they must have a headquarters in this area. So every major corporation, I guess not a headquarter. Yeah. An office, a home office, uh, every major corporation in the, that you see at any Walmart, any name brand, anything has a home office in this area. So anything from uh, Coca-Cola to Johnson and Johnson to um, Campbell's soups, Hershey's chocolate. Um, I don't know what happened there to Raven, but 
Yeah. Oh, there he is. Yeah. So they got to have um, a headquarters here. So it's this is a major area. Um, when the recession hit a couple years ago, uh, it's been what a decade ago now. Probably shit longer than that. Uh, COVID has got the my dates so fucked up. You know, um, <laughs> I got COVID foggy. COVID head. You know, uh, but the <laughs> uh, when the recession hit. The building here didn't even stop. This is the fastest uh, growing area in the United States. One of the fastest. I, I guess I don't want to say the fastest because I'm sure someone can fact check and go, no, fucking Hollywood yeah, all, is growing really fast. Yeah. You know, it's really funny that you mentioned Sam Walton, but uh, a lot of people don't know his background. You know, he was with the military intelligence during World War II. Okay, so, so I, I was I was wrong. He did want to. Sam Walton actually worked what? for military intelligence and ran the internment camps for the Japanese out on the West Coast. Okay, there you go. Yeah, all right. I was wrong. You, I was wrong. I said, you know, I don't know if Sam, the old Sam there, wanted to, uh, you know, take over the world with Walmart, but apparently, yes. In fact, <laughs> the military, you know, the government probably said, hey, we've got this idea. We want internment camps ready for all Americans across the United States of America. We don't know how to do it. Can you build us a bunch of stores? And he said, fuck yeah, and then now here we are. Well, and, and the fact is, is that Walmart was, Walmart was a military industrial pot project. Um, for the, uh, the, uh, we the plastic crates that the military uses. The first yeah. places those two things, those were used in walmart and target and those are both dark projects there you go <laughs> there you go fucking Walmart. because they've been they've had when it comes to like when we're talking about like uh covid you guys aren't streaming on youtube or nothing right no no nah, we're good yeah because we're gonna get kicked off but um okay. <laughs> you, uh, you know when it comes to covid and this whole you know world domination and and klaus schwab shit uh, they've been working on this for 60 plus years. So um, Walmart being some sort of government thing, you know, yeah, totally. I mean, and then to even take it even further to that it was planned out to have these fucking empty buildings around uh, scattered around the United States to be able to house people in internment camps, you know, because I mean, that's a that's a general uh, consensus of the walmart fema connection is um these walmarts are actually um quick uh turnaround uh fema camps especially now with the giant garden areas in the back and on the side that are uh, chain link fenced you know i always laughed because back in the day when this information was first coming out um i pointed out to somebody i said have you ever noticed that when walmart puts chain link up around their property the the barbed wire always faces in. Mm-hmm. Same with airports, especially Denver yep. uh, International Airport. It does point inwards at Denver, um, and that's a whole other episode. You could go to, I don't know what that was, but it was a buzzy sound. Uh, but with the Denver Airport, that's a whole other rabbit hole. We- we must this be Walmart saying, thing is very uh, surprising to me. Uh, I did not know that Walmart's connection to the government went that far back. Maybe I can oh, yeah. need to dig in a little bit, especially since I'm here. 
if you look at the FEMA, if you look at the FEMA, see, <laughs> if you look at the uh, internment <laughs> Japanese internment camps, that's where that's where uh, Sam Walton was, and he was one of the people who administrated it. Damn, yeah, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna have to check that out for sure. Uh, my... <laughs> it's kind of like um, you know Henry Ford. A lot of people don't know about Henry Ford. You know, suing the U.S. government over blowing up his tank uh, factories in Germany. You know. Because it cut into his profits of selling machines that were murdering Americans and other non-Nazi people. Yeah, he sued them and won. Yeah. He, he I, won. Uh, wow. He also used, um, what did they call those, uh, you know, because he used Nazis as, um, or not Nazis, uh, you know, um, uh, Jews in in the camps as a slave, slave labor in those yep. fucking so, and then you know America did blow those poor Jews up, but you know that sucks. Yeah, you know, it's really yeah. funny. People completely miss that part of the history. Um, you know, Ford and then and they don't want to look at that part of the history either. When you start talking about it, I brought this up on Facebook to someone because they said. Someone brought up about how Henry Ford uh, introduced the eight-hour work shift, right? Because uh, factories were working their uh, workers to death, and it's like you ran, you had uh, slave Jew Jewish people in your factories, dude. What do we fucking talk about? These people are like, yeah, we need to applause uh, Henry Ford, and I chime in and said, yeah, the guy who you know who sued America over you know blowing up his tanks that were killing Americans, who fucking uh, used uh, ironic in it Jewish internment uh, uh, camp slaves in his factories. Yeah, so mm -hmm. let's and they go. Oh, I know you. I don't want to argue with you. It's like <laughs> it's not even argue. I, I don't the, the the word argue and the word debate seem to go. have swapped and been changed i mean orwell you know said that was going to happen yeah. but yeah. you know because uh i feel like arguing becomes into this name calling bullshit that always devolves like a flat earth round earth argument always devolves into name calling and flat tarded and shit like that you know and yeah. i try to avoid that shit as much as possible unless it's with mark steves yeah. i will fucking call him a fucking I mean, retarded you asshole know, do you know something chris chris you can have what's up you can have a disagreement but mm -hmm. you still have a conversation. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it's that, that that's what makes to me um, a fascinating conversation. You know, having you don't not agree, particularly agreeing on something, but you're not disagreeing. It, it just makes uh, to me a quality conversation. Yeah, and I mean, it helps to learn. It facilitates uh, exactly, mate, yeah. learning. Uh, and, and I'm for all follow every every single episode. I'm learning, um, and you know we something have something we have we have fun with these. You know, it's it's a uh, problem. We do, mate, do, yeah, the problem that we do is is general flies a, the chaos ship, and I try yes. to co pilot. I have I have no idea what chaos we're getting into for the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Yeah, it's fun. It's we have a perfect. So, in my opinion, we have so, a perfect balance, Raven. Oh yeah, we we have we have a good time and we have a great balance. Great. Yeah. Um. So, Chris, what? Let's just 
in case people haven't heard you before for our crowd, um, what, what kind of podcast do you do generally? Um, well, it's, it's had this crazy evolving and changing because at first it was, uh, me ranting, you know, into a uh, Facebook live basically. Uh, so, I mean, it's ranting basically. And, um, uh, current event type stuff. And now with the ATN network, with ATN.live, uh, I have a, a weekly live show every Sunday night at uh, 8 Eastern, 7 Central PM. And with that, um, I generally have a guest on every week. Uh, this week, I got John Potash on to talk Hi. about his new documentary, Shots, Eugenics to Pandemics. That yes. I believe is going to be a good one. Uh, and then, um, I, uh, I do short rants sometimes, you know, if I got something, I really got to fucking get on, you know, really grind my gears. I gotta get off my, you know, I fucking, uh, <laughs> I'll do a short rant on it. Uh, but I compare kind of what I do kind of what, to what Charlie Robinson does, you know, uh, me and him have talked back and forth about how we just, uh, we just hit play and our hit record and, uh. We have an idea. We have a couple, you know, bullet point notes, and we just—that's it. There's not. There's no editing really, at all. There's no. There's somebody to be a great guest for you too, Charlie. I like Charlie. Yeah, I just had Charlie on uh, on ATN. Fuck, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we talked about the because he just did that episode. Um, where'd all the people go? You know. Yep. Which that I don't. Next- Excellent. I don't know where the fuck they all went because the traffic. Oh, Bill Burr's got a whole fucking bit on the traffic thing with the fucking. <laughs> I, I was driving home. I was driving home the other night, you know, and I was like, I was like in the 50th red light, you know, and I, I, I was sitting there. I look over and I see this like there was like this abortion memorial thing. It was a bunch of crosses laying, you know, sticking in for all the abortions in Arkansas. And at that time, I'm already like. 45 minutes into just trying to get home and I, I look at it and I was just thinking like thank you maybe some more get these fuckers off the road god damn it more abortion Jesus fuck I can't believe COVID didn't kill all these fucking people get out of my fucking way isn't that terrible you have to go there <laughs> ridiculous that's all me fuck them fuck them well, you know, my thing is... No, I mean, I'm not pro-abortion or pro-any... I I really don't give a shit on that old stance. I just, But the COVID, I thought, was supposed to have killed all these fucking people, and I was supposed to be able to get to work in a timely manner and home in a timely manner. But apparently, that's not the case. People just aren't working. They're driving around somehow, but they're not working. And then it gets me thinking constantly about NPCs, you know, like you'll have, you'll see, you'll see the same type. There's all, it's like the same fucking vehicles, just different colors. It's literally like a fucking grand theft auto thing. Like, you know, when you buy a new car and then you see that new car all the time, right? You, you, you didn't ever see that Toyota, you know, and now you fucking see the Toyota on every fucking corner. Right. Well, what happens in Grand Theft Auto when you steal a car that you can't find, right? And you finally find that one, whatever the fuck it is, and you steal it. Now what? Everybody's got them. 
Yep. Now they're all over. You can fucking steal them everywhere. You can steal Toyotas all you fucking want. <laughs> is that what the fuck is going on here? There's times where I'm sitting in traffic, right? And there's all these fucking people. And I got to think, like, all these fucking people have individual lives, <laughs> right? And they are responsible. A lot of them are responsible for other individual people who have individual lives. If they're fucking old enough, those people that they're responsible for that's responsible for other fucking people are responsible for other tinier people. Like, what the fuck? That's a lot of fucking people, man. There's no way. A lot of peaks. A lot of peaks. But... But overpopulation is absolute bullshit. That's true. The only reason I feel this way is because I'm in a uh, area that is rapidly expanding. Um, so an illusion is being created to make me think that people need to be aborted, to make I'm me believe you. that people, um, this, is, um, this is the plan, you know? This is the plan to get me to go, you know what? I fucking hate traffic. I want something to just pick me up and I ain't got to worry about it and just drive me there. I want, you know, we need more abortions. We need euthanasia. We need, you know. Helicopters. We need to get rid of people, but we need to vaccinate them, guys. We need to save them. Like, make up your fucking mind. (laughs) Kill, but same thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, my thing is, is like people, people who live in cities in really congested areas think that there's a, a population issue. Um, yeah. I've, I've sent General a picture of where I live at. He knows dang well I ain't got any population issues here. It looks beautiful, doesn't it, mate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's an illusion. It's an illusion, and they take and um, <laughs> exploit that illusion. Um, and that's where we're at in the climate change bullshit. You know, I mean, when I was yeah. a kid, it was, uh, it was, it was a global cooling. We're going to go into a fucking ice age and we're going to run out of oil, yeah. run out of dinosaurs or whatever the fuck. And then yes. it's been like, now, the, now it's going to get too hot. I remember Ted Turner. I have the clip. I don't have it pulled up. I didn't think I was going to talk about this, but Ted Turner, he's sitting there with, uh, I don't know, some asshole. And he says, if the fucking temperature goes up two degrees, people are going to fucking be eating each other. You know, and this was 15, 20 years ago that he said this. And now I think people do. Well, they're trying to get people to eat each other with this fucking uh, cannibal chic, chic, chic fucking uh <laughs> Articles they're dropping and and this uh, get a Scarlett <laughs> Johansson sausage, you know, you, oh. pack, you know. I mean, uh, <laughs> like Brian from Dangerous World Pod, he made a good point. You know, they're not going to make those machines or anything, but they're just implanting these crazy, um, <laughs> psychotic fucking ideas into into minds. It's it's all a it's all a control yeah. and and a program. You know, planting those seeds. That's what they do. Plant the seeds and fucking. Well, they fucking uh, plant the seeds now and then they fuck them right into your head as hard as they can. It's fucking ridiculous. Pounding us, pounding us. Well, and the the NPCs are the people who spend up most of their free time in front of the television. You know, they're getting well programmed. But you were talking about cannibalism. The uh, the slurry that they use to make the protein additives for fast food meats. It's made out of human stem cells. The uh, dark syrup that they put in soda yeah, pop. The, the this dark dark syrup that they use in soda pop is made out of human stem cells. We yep. already have a whole what three or four generations that are are cannibals. Yes, uh, I 
the slurry that they put in the fast food. That's funny. Uh, what was it? About 12 years ago or no, it had to have been longer than that. Um, 12, 13 years ago when uh, someone exposed what was in what they were doing with the McDonald's hamburgers, how they were pressurizing them with pressurizing the meat with ammonia. I actually worked in the plant when I was a base. I was 18. Uh, I worked in the plant or maybe I was 20. I don't can't remember. I'm getting old. Uh, but uh, I worked in the plant that made all of McDonald's burgers. Uh, I didn't work in that department, but I'd have to pass through it every once in a while. And what's crazy is I worked where I had worked was a, a um, processing plant, one of the biggest uh, in the United States of America. In fact, it's regarded as one of like uh, the very first um, slaughter uh, kill plants of its kind in the United States. Uh, so it's it's almost like a little mini city in itself. You know, it's got a north end and a south end. It's got a end where they kill them and then an end where they fucking, you know, they get them ready and package them up and ship them out, right? Yep. And, and in that, um, fuck, now I just lost my train of thought of the first yep. point because I started thinking they, about the kill floor. They used, to, they used to call it, they used to call it from uh, hoof, to, hoof to box. Yeah, yeah, and they uh, the joke in there was uh, we're trying to you know we we use every part of this cow except the moo where you know we got R and D on it. We're trying <laughs> to figure out how to fucking use this moo. But in this, you know, in this, uh, fuck, I can't remember the point I was trying to make at the beginning of that. Processing the processing with the uh, ammonia. oh yeah 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 okay oh yeah yeah the processing so it's a major plant and um on the side another company was built to process basically McDonald's food. Uh, and what it is, is the guy who came up with the process, he is just, a, he was just a mechanic who came up with this process to pressurize basically the trimmings from the cow, which is stuff you don't want to eat, right? Uh, it's all the leftover bullshit. Uh, they, they grind it up and they process it and then they pressurize it with ammonia to kill all the bacteria. And then supposedly it's clean. See, I didn't know they did that. And I remember before this whole thing came out, I remember I had, I'd eat at McDonald's, you know, this is way back. Uh, and, uh, I remember eating a double cheeseburger once and it had this, I threw it out. A one bite had this like ammonia taste to it. I thought maybe they sprayed like a cleaner or something. Right. And it accidentally hit the meat. I, I threw it out and I, I didn't eat that shit. I, I'm not going to say I never ate the shit again, but for years I didn't eat this shit. Uh, and um, then the fucking story comes out about the ammonia and it fucking like, oh, that's what it was. I mean, they obviously got a batch of burgers that didn't get washed out all the way because they pressurize it with that ammonia. And it's like a dryer. The shit's just spinning in there. And I would walk by these things all the time. I didn't know that. I didn't know that was what was happening. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, fucking disgusting process you know and then they charge you you know damn near fifteen dollars for a shitty burger and uh fries that are gonna stuff you know and kill you you know which i i i I get caught sometimes and eat that fast food shit i had to miss taking a tour of the uh of the chicken mcnugget factory Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I mean, uh, what's his face uh, when he, when when Oliver Twist or no, that's a book. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the 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 English uh, cook dude, Oliver or something. He uh, 
Jamie Oliver. Jamie yeah, Oliver. when Jamie Oliver, when he yeah. took and ground up the all that shit in front of those kids, and then made these fucking chicken. Oh, they're like, oh, yeah. it's so gross, and then makes the chicken nuggets, and they're like, no, who would eat that? And they're like, I would, yeah, yeah, I fucking eat it, <laughs> fucking love it. And my wife, I mean, she works in one of the biggest, uh, you know, um, food, whatever area, you know, areas. I can't say where she works or anything, but <laughs> so I, I know that like um, when it comes to, you know, the short uh the food supply and we're seeing okay. like empty shelves and stuff like that. This is artificially produced because um, Walmart and these big conglomerates aren't making the purchases. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, um, which are in two different ways, it's kind of good and kind of not because it helps the processing area restock all the reserves they used up during COVID because they were empty, you know, but it's it's kind of it's artificially uh it's being artificially manipulated um to create a toilet paper craze here soon you know uh, it works in a food warehouse and it's like two million square feet so you know what i'm talking about yeah uh, and what they do is is uh at first the, the two million square feet was just damn near packed you know and then they they got down to where they were using a quarter of the dry goods warehouse and they were only using about a third of the, the freezer section and he says right now we've got more stuff coming in because they're distributed we've got more stuff coming in than we do going out and it's been that way for about 12 months so they're starting to get stocked back up and their warehouse is starting to get full but here's the thing he pointed out to me he says look if you've got shortages anywhere in the country he says it's because they're not buying it we're not shipping it yeah um it's not that it's not available. Um, he said that they had to get rid of, uh, you guys are going to have a heart attack when I tell you this. They had to get rid of almost 10,000 pounds of potatoes that they had brought in because it's that time of year, you know, summertime with the cookouts and baked potatoes and things like that. They had to get rid of 10,000 pounds of potatoes that had, they literally just warehoused outside of, of usability. Yeah. And that is, uh, potatoes are really needed during famine. Remember, guys, potatoes grow. You just toss one in the ground, and you get potatoes. A lot of people don't know that, and that should be a tip everybody gets. Well, yeah, you know, I, I grew my own garden. I, I'm so lucky. I, I have my own garden, um, you know, fresh fresh veggies. and uh, Yeah, I my own, my own everybody mini needs that, belt. and even uh, those city folk. I mean, there's ways where you can have your own, you know, food supply. Maybe not like a supply that's going to sustain you you know, fully, but I hear that complaint a lot on Clubhouse. I, I'm on Clubhouse a lot, talking to people from all over, everywhere, all the time, and uh, you hear that a lot in these metropolitan places, like, well, I live in an apartment, I can't do this, and I can't do that, and, you know, but you see these other activists, I don't know if you've seen some of these people who go around and they, they fill, like, salt and pepper shakers full of seeds and shit, and they'll just <laughs> shake them in these bare areas all over the city. Oh, yeah. And, grow food and and shit like that and they're they're starting to slice trees with root trees and stuff yeah I'm that's smart. anarchy that's true anar- anarchy there and and i agree with that actually uh, you know it, yes you could put food 
know, they got these boulevards with all these trees that they're just yes. God obnoxious. Why didn't they put fruit trees in there? That way everybody could just drive by and have an apple, you know? That's like uh, where I live, um, the town I live in. The whole place is a POA, basically. Uh, so our HOA, Housing Authority type thing. So they have these rules. And we have a lot of uh, these uh, cul-de-sacs, they call them. Basic, you know, the little dead-end roundabout mm-hmm. thing. And in the middle of them is land, but they're full of trees. And I got to thinking, you know, going to the city and seeing if we could clear the trees. Like on my, I got two of them on opposite sides of my house. Clear the trees, fix the land, and then make communal start. I know the HOA would be like, fuck you. Uh (laughs) It's just just a self-reliance. You know, people who live in an apartment, they have options. Um, You could put a solar panel in your window and operate low voltage, uh, you full spectrum lights. You can grow food in a very small space. Yep. And now they have, uh, if you go on Amazon, they have a uh, hydroponic hydroponic towers. Um, they're a little spendy, but I mean, where you can grow, uh, vertically that some of them have like 60 something spots to grow various vegetables. And it's all, pretty much automated unless we're EMP'd. And if we're EMP'd, again, we need the solar thing that uh, Raven's talking about to keep uh, that thing running. Uh, yeah. I mean, an EMP is... Something's coming, obviously. I mean... Have you been hearing a lot about this... Uh, tw- now I'm going to switch subjects because that's what I do. Uh, the 23rd and the 20th... It's uh, all on the same topic, but uh, the 23rd and the 24th, uh, you know, next week, everybody's... Uh, believe in something's going down you know i mean you know they signal when shit's gonna go down but they don't signal like what i'm seeing with this 23rd and 24th how there's a live mass casualty exercise i think somewhere over there in the uk there's a live mass casualty exercise in colorado they're giving away uh, bug out bags in denver um there's a, I don't know, there's a whole list of these things that they found where they're needing crisis actors for these exercises. And we know the MO of when shit goes down, you know, there's always an exercise or some sort of fucking thing going down to confuse everybody. Uh, but this is, this is massive signaling on, on their part. Uh, it could be, um, you've seen that uh, clip of that uh, German chancellor saying, you know, on the 24th of September, you know, everybody will remember where they were. Um, that's like a 9-11 moment, right? I mean, I don't remember the last moment we had remembering where we were. I do remember where I was when Obama killed Osama, air quotes, uh, <laughs> on May Day, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it was a whole fucking like, ritual of bullshit. I don't know. I'm I'm older, so like I remember the Challenger explosion. I remember that um, a little because when was that? That was like '86. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like four. <laughs> so I kind of remember, you know, it. Young guys, I'm telling you. <laughs> you know, but I don't remember it in any details or anything. Uh, I also remember that all the people who were supposedly on board the Challenger when it exploded now have jobs and 
and yeah, there's the conspiracy that they have twins. They have a, or it wasn't that they have twins. It was it came out that they all have that they're all alive, and then the narrative is well, they have twins and they have siblings that look like them and yeah. have their same they, name. They have professional jobs. They they look exactly the same. The names are just a little bit off. And the one says, well, I'm his twin brother. And I'm like, really? Doesn't one of them have still have the exact same name? I think one of them has the exact same name still. It didn't even bother. One of, one of them's a professor at the University of Chicago, and the other one is out in uh, the East somewhere, like New York or somewhere, as a teacher as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, that right there, another tra- uh, trauma-based uh, mind control, mind yep. control fucking uh, on the television you know, yeah. uh, broadcast for everybody to watch and then shown over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Oh yeah. Meanwhile, they weren't even on the motherfucker and they're off probably hung out at like, I don't know, Jeffrey's Island for a while. And then, you know, went back to work. You know, I was joking the other day with somebody and I said, you know, uh, it, it makes me wonder, uh, uh, who, uh, Prince Charles is going to find to replace old, the barber of Seville. For mm-hmm. his supplier, he's the king. <laughs> I'm picking on him again, General. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my condolences, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Yeah, they deserve it, mate. They deserve it. What was that? And the lip. Listen. I fucking love that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, Johnny. The, that was a good the, one. The queen, that whole thing. I mean, she's been dead for how long now? For a while. Yeah. I for a while. actually hey, presented the question the other night on the tavern with a ghost and a few others. Like, do you think uh, the queen gave blowjobs? <laughs> I mean, I think she she get that that tongue that that tongue can get gets into crevices unknown to yeah. humanity. Oh yeah, she's got that reptilian tongue. tongue. Lizard tongues are oh, that's what like sandpaper. A, yes, yes. Oh, I, I would be a she'd bite. When did the queen officially stop having to wipe her ass? They've had to wipe. They've, they've got wipers on. You know, listen to this, right? You know, um, I got a clip you know, I can play you know, of them talking about you know, uh, Charles. Princess Diana. Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, she got her ass wiped too. No, no, they were the wipers. Princess they Diana wiped. was a wiper. No, no, the 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 bloodline. Her. Her Princess family Diana's was wipers. Were wipers, yes. I'm sure we're. Wow. Sure we're uh, let's find the wipers. Royal oh. wipers. That's what I'm going to look for now. <laughs> the royal. The royal. royal yeah. And I thought yeah. I had this clip um, <laughs> that shows. Uh, Hoopinators. That shows. Uh, is it this one right here? <laughs> that shows uh, Charles how uh, he has been completely taken care of. I, yeah, I think it is the the uh, Daily Show clip where uh, 
with I don't like that guy that does the Daily Show. <clears throat> He's all right. Oh, that's not comfortable. Hey. But if you paid attention to King Charles back during his Prince days, you would know that this is pretty much how he's always been. The Prince of Wales has grown up in such a, a privileged lifestyle that he doesn't have mechanics to choose for himself anymore. Everything he's done for him, his pajamas are pressed every morning, his shoelaces are pressed flat with an iron. The water temperature has to be just tepid and only half full. Prince Charles does have his valet squeeze one inch of toothpaste onto his toothbrush every morning. <laughs> if anyone gets anything wrong, oh every, golly! On one occasion, he rang me from his library and he said, "Oh, um, Paul, uh, a letter from the Queen seems to have fallen into my waste paper bin. Would you pick it out?" <laughs> waste paper bin was there. He was sat there. I had to bend down into the paper bin and pick out the letter, put it back on his desk. Will that be all, Your Royal Highness? Yo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he, his shoelaces are fucking ironed every fucking morning. His shoelaces. Wow. His fucking shoelaces. Yeah, man. They still, they have, there's, they definitely still have royal wipers, right? I mean, Charles does not wipe his own ass. There's no way. There's no uh, way. Just think about how many your how many million euros a year the people of the UK pay so that somebody can iron his shoelaces. No shit. I mean, people should just be furious over this shit. You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, some are, but they have such a this. You know, I mean, look what's going on right now. I haven't watched any of the the news. I, I work I don't too either. much to fucking give a shit. But I do know she's dead. She's been dead. I mean, when did when did she die? Uh, that's really fucking debatable. But <clears throat> same with any fucking royal. I mean, you guys got like a two week long process over there, right, General? Like of this whole bullshit. I seen that over a hundred people collapsed in queue. Uh, that's a line, guys, in America, a queue. Uh, in, in queue, 100 people uh, collapsed um, waiting in line to, uh, not from the vaccine, guys, but uh, collapsed in line waiting to see the coffin. They don't even get to see the body of the Lizard Queen because, you know, she's not in there. You know? <laughs> Is that why they fucking really line it with lead, you know, so that way if anything, you can't get into it, you can't, like, you know, it's welded shut on the inside to, sh you know, because there's nothing in it. Uh, you know, uh, it's bizarre what, what's with all the lead. I don't know what that's all about. Well, the lead lining is, to, they say, preserve the body. So it is, like, sealed. It's fucking sealed shut. Uh so, you know, I mean, there's nothing in there. The lead is to make the weight of the body that's not in there. And then they're like, oh, yeah, there's lead in there to preserve the body. Like, you know, mummies, but without the bandages and stuff. And people go, oh, yeah, that sounds right. Okay. <laughs> and they just go about their day. You know, they never think about it. Yeah. You know. Yesterday, somebody was talking about the, the cue at the funeral and they said it just looked like a, a video game where um people just walk up and stop 
and then walk up and stop. And I was thinking to myself, uh, Pink Floyd, the wall. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, it, and then like you seen that kid get arrested for fucking, uh, calling and screaming pedophile at, I think Charles and Andrew or yeah. one or the other. They went and arrested that kid there in the UK. What? What recently? Yeah. Yeah. They fucking pulled him out of the crowd. Oh, this is like recently. Like pretty yeah, recently. Yeah, this is like, uh, I oh, seen the man. clip two days ago, I think. I was going to say, it's been within the last week. Oh, but yeah. Andrew, it's been within the time that she has been, you know, allegedly yeah, yeah. dead. But, you know, Andrew and, and uh, Charles were walking together, and the guy was yelling, uh, pedophile. Yep. And yelling about them being friends with Seville and. Yep, and Savo, pulled, however you want to say right that. They pulled them right yeah, out. Yeah, It's, uh... Wow. And you know what's crazy is how this whole thing, for one, the crown being stolen, and, like, the Vatican actually being in charge of everything. That's why you have the Pope, and he's the godfather, you know, like in the movies. Because, you know, the Vatican and the king, they fucking signed that treaty way back when, and then they both fucking die, and they can only be absolved by one of them or two of them, and neither one of them survived. And that that shit holds true today, you know? That's where our taxes go over over to the UK. It's, I don't know what the percentage is, but it's a huge, huge percentage of our taxes. And the rest goes to Nancy Pelosi and Tony Fauci. It's fucking ridiculous <laughs> tired of it yeah i mean it's, you're talking like 20 <coughs> excuse me sorry 20 percent tax straight away um wow uh, i mean the the that's what fucking royal family get a huge amount of that you know they need it they need it you know for the when they go on the days out the holidays the trips you know, all the all the land, more land they want to buy, everything. Well, and you got to get your shoes, shoelaces ironed. Yep. Shoelaces ironed, ass white. You like to get <laughs> asses white. God um, damn, what a weird, what a stool. Yeah, the, 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 the groom of the stool is, you know, in essence. <laughs> wow. Like, there's a guy that I just... I'm a very visual person, you know, and I'm I'm just picturing a dude, you know, the butler guy standing there, you know, directly behind him, and he's plumping him out, yeah, straining, he's straining away. And I mean, it might, could you imagine though if his if his finger get, uh, goes through and gets uh, caught in Mud Valley? <laughs> oh, you know, if, it, if it's you like think they use you, you think they use that cheap that cheap. Uh, that cheap shit. I tell you what, let's find out what. Let's find out. See what brand. See what brand these lot are using. My guess would be is that they do the old-fashioned thing. Thing they probably actually have cloth cotton wipes uh, that are what. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, they're not. They just throw them away, or they give them to poor people. Oh, they'll get to get. Yeah, no, they'll charge you then. They won't do nothing for free to charge people. This is all speculation, of course. I don't know if there's a royal Royal poop wiper anymore. 
but well, they're probably. I mean, the way Charles <laughs> acts about, you know, you see him with that pin and the way he was like, what a weirdo. He's such a fucking creepy fucking weirdo. Hey. Like, Diana was yeah, forced into that marriage or whatever, you know, like she was trafficked into that marriage. Is that what happened? Lady Diana, Princess Diana, Lady of the Moon, really, Diana is the moon. Um, that's what Indiana is the lady of the crossing, right? Uh, that's why Indiana is the state of the, the crossing state. But uh, yeah. the, 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 she, uh, was she trapped? I mean, you know? It was arranged. It was what, what is the, I don't know the history before Princess Diana. I've never looked into it. You know, I remember, I guess uh, that's another thing. Uh, you, you remember where you were the day, you know, Princess Diana died. Over here, you know, it was early in the morning. I mean, my mom woke me up to tell me Princess Diana died. Yeah, I really loved it, isn't it? It was like, yeah. But well, I think people, I think people instinctively knew that she was a little bit different than the royal family. So they actually had sympathy for her, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, now I want to dig into, you know, pre-princess, you know? And then you got these weird, you know, there's the conspiracy. Was uh, she pregnant with Do- Dodi Fayed's, uh She was pregnant, right? I mean, I think that was confirmed that she was pregnant with Dodi Fayed's baby. They couldn't have that. And then you have, you know, that journalist Khashoggi, you know, who was murdered and chopped up, what, last, two years ago, whenever Trump was president, because we've got to blame it on Trump. But uh, it's, uh, it's when, you know, when Trump was president and he killed that journalist, he, he went over there and he chopped up that journalist, Khashoggi, he is um, Dodi Fayad's cousin. Mm. So it gets deeper, you know. Then he got chopped. Who was that? Over there, that? chopping him up, you know. At least that's what they said on He's CNN. Trump <laughs> butcher, they called him. It was crazy. But that that, that Brian Seltzer, he got fired, so he might have been lying about that. Uh, they, they don't, <laughs> they don't lie on the news. They never lie on the news. They don't. They don't. They fucking, uh, they tell the complete and total uh, fabricated truth. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> they, yeah, the they news like- is fucking crazy, man. The way there's no accountability, you know, um, the way this whole thing, I mean, you know, there's that clip going around of Eddie Bravo talking about um, the climate change, you know, in Project Veritas, um, that undercover thing, which I don't understand yeah. why people didn't put, when that video took off, why someone didn't, you know, put the Project Veritas video in it, you know, so you could see... I put one together so you could see it, but that's what they literally say is, you know, it's, it, they turned it into this anyone but Trump. They were able to project, now we're going to get into this, but uh, they were able to project everything that they were doing. I'm talking about the Bidens, the Democrats, Nancy Pelosi, and all these fuckers, you know, and I'm not defending Trump. This is just what I'm seeing, right? That they projected all this fucking shit onto that fucking dude. And, and it became it becomes this 
I'm seeing the left, you know, after I heard these people tell me, you know, they voted for Biden because, you know, they themselves are patriotic. They love their country, you know, and it wasn't anybody but Trump, you know, but Biden, he's been in, you know, he's he he knows what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. And now that it's it's out in the open that it was actually Biden doing everything that, uh, you know, they tried to project onto Trump, uh, even grabbing pussies, um, you know that they turn a blind eye to it because as long as it's not Trump, they don't give a fuck. Yeah. You know, you go from anybody but Trump as long as it's not Trump. And that shit is just, it drives me nuts. It's infuriating. And like I said, it's not a defense of Trump. It's just what I'm seeing. All the pictures of Biden with these hands on the butts and the breasts of like 13, 14-year-old girls through the years. And people still voted for him. He's still doing it now. I know. He's still, I know. He's still doing it right still now. Still sniffing kids' heads. He's um, weird. He's weird. Well, just his like weird. Um, man, I got these clips. I don't know which, what, in what order they're in, but I know I've got it right here, close of him just recently saying, "Hey, baby," to a little kid. Like he's got the microphone in his hand. And says, hey, baby, to a little kid, to a little, he wasn't like, you know, and it's, it was basically like a baby, you know, but I mean, it's not like he's, the way he said it is. They had a uh, photo op, a photo op about a year ago, and there were like teenage girls, and by teenage, I'm I'm talking about like 12 or 13 year old girls. And it was really funny because when you, when you looked at the original uh, video, the first time I looked at it, I thought, boy, that's weird the way he's moving. So I replayed the damn thing. He literally had his hand on around the two girls, and his hands were on the right breast of the girl on the right and the left breast of the girl on the left. And oh, they couldn't have been. Oh, man. Well, I mean, dude, just uh, that of the boobie. just a few years ago, you had uh, John Stewart. On the Daily Show, you know, slamming uh, Biden over the touchy Philly shit. You know, I mean, just this was within the last decade because he hasn't even been off the Daily Show ten years yet. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you know? well, it's like Jen Psaki that was his uh, uh, spokesperson for a while. Uh huh. There's a there's photograph from when she was a, a young girl about 14 and he's got his hand on her boob <laughs> yeah I, I made a video uh it's not biden but of uh you know jimmy kimmel like embarrassing katherine heigl on his show because there's a picture of her on a red carpet when she was 16 years old and steven skull with his hand on her on her on her breast right and he gets her to explain how he goes I bet, uh, you know, he said some crazy stuff on, on the set. And she goes, yeah, you know, he asked me to be his girlfriend. I said he was crazy. Or something to the effect of, you know, he's got many girlfriends her age. Because she was 16 at the time during uh, Under Siege Part 2, I believe. I believe it was Under Siege Part 2. And then to grope her right on a red carpet and nothing happened. And then, you know, years you know, a decade later to be in, I mean, 
it seemed like she was set up on there, you know, and embarrass her and just basically get people to laugh at it. Kind of like you guys seen the when Alec Baldwin uh, hosted um, Ellen. And they came out and they had this um, basically uh, where kids took pictures with uh, Disney mascots like Mickey and Pluto and Goofy and I don't know the rest. I was lucky I got Pluto there. But uh, (laughs) standing there uh, in compromising positions, basically. Where they would have their hand on their crotch or something like that, you know, the little kid because uh-huh. they're, they, you know, they're just, and everybody's laughing and shit. This is a fucking daytime talk show, in the midst of a cue wake up of people realizing there's this pedophilia shit happening in front of them, and so what they do is have Alec Baldwin, who's being accused of the pedophilia, host. Yeah. Ellen, who's also being accused of the pedophilia, and then do this weird, weird pedophilia gag at the beginning oh, of the yeah. show. I mean, it's also with Alec Baldwin, you can go clear back uh, to uh, the 90s uh, Saturday Night Live days of oh, Canteen yes. Boy. Yep. Canteen Boy was a Canteen bit with Adam Boy. Sandler. Adam Sandler was Canteen Boy. They, they did this bit more than a, a couple, I think maybe twice that they did this. And uh, it's very hard to find. You can't find it on YouTube. You've got to go to NBC.com and get it directly from the source. But Alec Baldwin's um, portrayal of a pedophile Boy Scout is, you know, back in the day, it was funny. I laughed. I was a kid. And I was, and I was a kid, you know. I was a fan of Adam Sandler. I was, I was big in SNL, you know. Uh, watching it, you know, now, it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Now I know that wasn't on like fucking, you know, prime time, and it wasn't like on Family Matters and shit. But like, still, still, you yeah, run into so these nice. life imitates art, and we can go back to Jimmy Savile. I watched the Jimmy Savile documentary on Netflix, which wasn't. I mean, it was, it's damning, but it wasn't, it didn't expose anything we really didn't know. But what it did for me is it got me to realize this, um, this life imitating art type thing where they say this shit out in the open. Jimmy Savile would say it out in the open, what he was doing. And people would laugh. They would take it as a joke. They would take it. I here, here's an example. I literally just made this clip i just posted this clip on twitter this morning because you know i'm not accusing these guys of being pedos you know i am simply looking at the um how time and time again this life imitating art stuff you've seen it you know bill cosby chris D'Elia, um you know i i don't have a list with me right now but oh yeah you know where they they tell these little jokes these little snippets these little things and you know here i'll play this clip that i made it's just a one maybe two minute clip of three different comedians and what they say you it, you got to catch it but is there something underneath there i'm not accusing these people but here, take a listen. 
not playing. No, I'm not going to play. It's not playing? No, no. We didn't get audio. It's, oh, you can't hear it? What the fuck is going on? Audio. Well, you know, it's just like all the, it's like all the stuff that came out about Disney. <laughs> yes. And now no. uh, Dan, uh, Dan Schneider is kind of being exposed um, because that's the Nickelodeon thing, which Viacom, Disney, they all fucking own it. And this, like every fucking couple months, there's like some sting that gets, you know, they bust a bunch of Disney employees. You know, about Disney, you know, you know stuff with Disney that's been in the last couple of years. I, I'm old enough. I remember when that particular organization with the student with the child actors was was exposed back in the late well not late early 80s for some shenanigans now they didn't in the early 80s they didn't go into all the details about what was going on but several producers of children's shows for disney um that had child actors were let go now come to find out they ended up going to work for other viacom production companies uh, yeah, they just moved them around, um, well, and they were still working with children. But that was in the early '80s. So look we're 40 at years the later. movie Powder. Powder was yeah. in the mid '90s, right? The director of Powder is um, shit. Now I'm not gonna. I talk about this all the time, and now the name's gonna escape me. He directed um, Jeepers Creepers, Victor Salva. Mm-hmm. Jeepers. His very first yeah. movie he did was called Clown World with Sam Rockwell. Okay. There was a child. Well, be, first... Sam Rockwell is a top actor, you know, very underrated. He is. He's a very good actor, yeah, but yeah, yeah. he was in Clown World, uh, directed by Victor Salva. And Victor Salva uh, raped on camera a 13 year old boy cast member, raped him oh. on film. Okay was sent to See? prison okay oh, was shit. sent to prison he was released from prison and within two years i believe hired by i don't know the exact company but the parent company is disney to do powder to do the movie powder it's, it's, and then he went on to do jeepers creepers one two Two, and I believe three. Three, there was controversy because he wanted to put a pedophile scene in in it. This man is still making money. Is still being paid by Disney. Powder is shown. Is I'm I'm sure you can get powder on the Disney Plus thing, or whatever the fuck it is. You know, uh, every Halloween, Jeepers Creepers is played over and over and over and over on TBS and TNT. These Turner Broadcasting networks, which. They're all connected to Disney, you know. He's yeah. still collecting money. And this is a convicted, violent pedophile who filmed himself sodomizing and raping a 13-year-old boy and then was hired by Disney yeah. to direct movies. A lot of people don't know that because, you know, it's getting around Halloween time, so you'll start seeing the Jeepers Creepers uh, memes and stuff like that. And I go in. You won't come in. I'll isolate Chris. I go in there and ruin it for everybody. What's that? You, there's a new Jeepers Creepers. Uh, Jeepers Creepers. It's not, being directed, it's not being directed by Victor Salva, but Victor Salva being connected to Jeepers Creepers is 
Jeepers, it's creepers. And you know, that's not the first time. That's not the I'm first fucking case. lost for words, Amy. I am fucking lost for words. But that's not the first case. I mean, it's just it's not. one of the most that 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 was out. I in think the it's public. one of the most horrendous um for sure. Out in the open public fucking cases that no I'll tell you this. When I, I was kid, when I was thing. younger, when I was younger, I was I was, you know, I was not a good kid. So I was I was in trouble a lot. I was in and out of these like group home things and shit like that. Thankfully I never got molested that I know of. Uh but I was in this one place and I remember one of the counselors, uh, she was so offended because they brought in and was gonna have us watch powder. And she was so offended by it. She fucking left work and, you know, there was this big thing about it, but I didn't know what was going on. You know, this is back in, you know, powder came out, I think 93, 94. So it was around that time, 95 maybe. ish. And so I didn't know exactly what was going on. And then I found out about Victor Salva and I understand. And they knew it then they knew it then. Yeah. Well, like I said, the small town, she knew, she knew what I am telling you and what many don't go back back to the early eighties. There were several producers and several, several producers, you know, they get to hang out on the set because they put up money. Um, you know, it's the same thing. They put up money for, uh, triple X movies, even because they can get laid. Um, they'll put up money for movies because the little starlets will give them some. Yeah. Um, That's going to the Heather O'Rourke controversy and alleged what happened with heather o'rourke that's but, that's literally the what you're talking about right there because uh, movies that have kids in it and then the kids get farmed out to the producers yep they've known this in the 80s yes it's been public knowledge and disney was disney viacom was one of them that was implicated in that in like 82 and 83 a lot of those producers and a lot of those uh, production companies were shut down and all they did was just move them somewhere else. Change yes, name. it's like the Vatican. Moving priests. <sighs> yes, yes. It's the same <laughs> fucking thing. Right. I mean, uh, Disney is like its own um, its own thing. You know, it's not quite a... Uh, shit, now I lost the term of what the Vatican and D.C., what they technically are called. Uh, there's Robert a technical... State. So it's not sovereign state states. It's a certain city. It's a it's there's a specific uh, term. For but Disney is basically the same thing. Biz- Disney has their own like fucking police force. It's like their own little country down in Florida. You know, and thankfully to Ron DeSantis, he shut down their tax fucking bullshit. Well, my thing with then DeSantis the- is like him or don't like him to go after Disney was ballsy <laughs> yeah dude granted he talks with the same hand mannerisms as trump the exact hand mannerisms it's very weird uh i don't have you ever seen a side by side of them you know the thing about that is is they're taught to do that um they have they to are be taught, right? they are actually coached by by movement coaches to move their head a certain way to move their hands a certain way well they got the same um, coach <laughs> well, you know, the, the coaches, there's, there's a, you can watch politicians for the last 40 years, especially since Kennedy's day, since the sixties, you can yeah. watch the politicians. And they don't know what to do with their hands. They gotta, we gotta pay for them to get, be taught to do something with their hands. They don't, they actually, 
motion coaches that teach them how to present themselves <laughs> when they're on stage. Yeah. Uh, same thing with uh, newscasters, and it's not really news anymore. It used to be north, south, east, west, but um, yeah, it directs you. It directs your mind. Yeah. Now uh, the the broadcast that they call news, mm-hmm. those people are talking nod their head a certain way to move their head a certain way. Um, it's subtle, but it's also uh, subconscious for people who are watching. Um, they will subtly shake their head no when they're given a, a, a report that they don't want you to pay attention to. They'll subtly nod their head yes, or they'll purse their lips in a different way when they want you to pay attention to this particular fact. They are taught to do this. And, they are yeah, that, and they it. don't even know why they're being taught to do this. And the people teaching them to do this the way it's being taught, because there's what uh, broadcasting school, right, or whatever. So they don't even know that they're teaching them this. They're just teaching them this. This has been, you know, this is back Edward Bernays type shit. There's hey, been yeah, studies done. What's that? Edward Bernays propaganda. Yeah, and uh, a lot of people Sociology. think Nazi was first, but he actually uh, took. Edward Bernays, he actually uh, idolized Edward Bernays, that Nazi, I can't remember his name. The Nazi uh, propagandist. I don't remember his name now, too. I know who you're talking about. But see, the thing about it is, is uh, uh, was it Himmler? Uh, I can't remember exactly. I don't want fact checkers coming and yeah, you know, fact checkers. Huh? in my life, you know. Yeah. Maybe the wrong Nazi name. But, you know, the thing with me is, is like uh, people don't understand how propaganda works. Um, I, I talked about this the other day on another podcast. But like, you know, I'm a stand up comedian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the reason why I was successful, even though I never had a contract, I just did clubs. Um, the reason why I was successful is because I, I know how to use neurolinguistics. Um, and and the really, really good comedians are either formally trained, like Robin Williams, he went to Juilliard Art School. Um, like a Chappelle. Yeah, Chappelle. Chappelle uh, ones, understands that type of shit. Um, the ones that know how to use linguistics, whether it be instinctual or learnt, you know, or taught to them, those are the ones who are successful. The ones that don't know how to use neurolinguistics as part of their performance um, they might play really small clubs and make a little bit of money, but they're never going to, they're never going to headline for a night somewhere, not even a small club. Um, so, so people just aren't aware of what's being done to them. The neurolinguistic what about, programming. Hey, what about someone like a Jim Brewer? Is he someone that uses something like that? I mean, he headlines, Jim but you Brewer see that he's in a, he's in a smaller club runs, you know, oh, he yeah. might, in, um, he's never going to get arenas even though he slays the fuck out of everybody well and you know a lot of that has to do with your contract too a lot of those guys contract with big outfits um and he's also you know he's you know quote unquote woke so he is awake and uh that also that's a really good that's a really good play too i'm woke and i'm only going to do small venues so i don't have to sign the big contract and the big contract is what it's getting him twice as many venues so that he's still making the same amount of money. <laughs> and people will buy his product because he's different. That's good marketing. You can't always believe okay. what they're telling You can't always believe. And I'm at the point where I don't believe anything, uh, but I believe it all. I mean, believe anything's possible, you know? 
Uh, believing is just, uh, you know, to believe is, is, uh, I seen a Swami. He said, uh, believing is what you do not know or what you, uh, yeah, that's what it is. I always say what you do not know. And that's all we, what's that? I always say believing is buying the lie that they're selling you. Um, either know or don't know. You only (laughs) believe what you do not know, right? Because. You don't know, so you have to believe it, and it's it's got lie right in the middle. That's it. Half the half the word is got to be lie. right. Right or because <laughs> you know, I mean, like the you know things and you believe things, right? I mean, you know who your parents are for the most part. People know who their parents are, where they came from, stuff like that. You know where you're at. You know. Yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> Unless you're drunk as fuck. That happens. That happens sometimes. Unfortunately. Not, not anymore because I, I recently turned 40 and, you know. I don't even remember 40. Uh, and people are like, damn, that ain't that old. It's like, you fucking crazy. I, I, don't, I can't imagine being that old, I guess. I'm already this old. Isn't it funny yeah. though, you guys? Uh, and, uh, you in general are pretty close to the same age, but isn't it funny how, like, just yesterday you were twenty? What the same hell happened? You know what's crazy is how I just turned forty, but I have the brain of, and dick of like a a fucking twenty-one year old. You know? There you go. That's it. well. Hey, I tell you what, I'm doing pretty good because I'm I'm going closer to sixty, and I'm still that way. <laughs> oh yeah, like uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it's uh, it's crazy, and uh, like. Uh, it's funny seeing, um, like, what's happened the last couple of years, you know? Especially that whole Q fucking thing. I never got into that Q thing. Like, people kept sending me that, uh, what's, what was that video that everybody in Q, the uh, Fall of the Cabal. Everybody kept yeah, sending fall me, the cabal, yeah. Fall of the Cabal, Fall of the Cabal. And I yeah, clicked yeah. on the first episode, you know, the first chapter or whatever, and her voice annoyed the fuck out of me. And she's just telling me shit, I already fucking know. <laughs> And I turned it off and uh, I get people fucking they're literally calling me people at the time. They're fucking calling me freaking out about like, you know, they're eating our kids. Oh, my God. You know, it's like, yeah, I know. I've I've been telling you this like fucking 15 years. Yeah. You know, you just got to chill out. Okay, calm down, because not all of that shit's true. Something's up. And then you look into it and immediately it's like, this is fucking bullshit. You know, I mean, there's real shit in this, but. I mean, this yeah. whole trust the plan and blah, blah, blah. It's all fucking bullshit. You know, you know the Q, the Q uh, psychological operation was very similar to the friend program that they ran in uh, uh, Russia when the Bolsheviks took over. Um, okay. By going in there and, and creating friendship with all these different discontent groups, they figured out, A, who was not going to go along with them so they could kill them afterwards. They were able to use them in order to take power because they yeah. stood by. Them do it. <laughs> Sounds about right. And that's what we saw here in this country with the Q, with the Q thing. Oh, just wait, just wait. Trust. We'll take trust care of you. the plan. When the lights go out and the power goes down, and the internet goes out. Just sit tight and trust the plan, guys. Mm-hmm. That is the time where you don't, you know, you don't really. Right. Well, I got a question for you. Have What's you looked that? into the, Have you looked into the McAfee situation at all? I'm trying to find somebody. I just watched the the documentary. I had an episode where I talked to one of McAfee's uh, friends after he Mm -hmm. died. 
I think of the day he died. <clears throat> but uh, I I just watched that uh, documentary on Netflix, mm-hmm. and that is a wild documentary. Um, because it's it's basically he. I don't know if you watched it, but he no, uh, he basically called these filmmakers and was like, "I'm going on the run. Meet me here if you want to get history and record it." And then takes him to this wild. Hang on a second. Before you go too far, hey so, General, I did I did some background on him before we went on the air. Right, <laughs> uh, I've just stopped toilet, mate. I'm listening. I'm having a piss. Sorry, sorry, everybody. All right. You're all right. Uh, but anyway, the reason why I was asking you about McAfee is because I saw that you had done this program, and I wanted to see what information you had because a lot of people completely lost track of him the minute he got picked up. So. Could you kind of fill people in on on what you know, if you would? I mean, as far as when he went on the run, or yeah, and, and, and I mean, apparently, obviously, I want people to go and obviously, I want people to go and watch your show that you did with with the interview. But could you kind of fill them in a little bit here and there, so that you know we'll, we'll tease them a little bit to get them over on your channel? But a lot of people have no idea the whole circumstance with with McAfee. Um, yeah, apparently there was the something with the neighbor there where he was living. Now I can't even remember who he was living. I didn't even think I was going to talk about McAfee. I always fucking say it wrong. But, uh, uh, the episode is with Frantic Missy. Um, when he, it's alleged that he killed his neighbor is the deal. Mm. And he was on the run, I think, in Belize. Uh, this documentary, when uh, he when he meets up with these guys, and they are literally on the run. There's a bounty on his head. His he every fucking TV the camera looks at, his face is on the TV. Um, mm-hmm. he has no money with him. He has nothing with him except like a fucking cell phone. Mm-hmm. And he's able to just make phone calls and boom, people are there. Things are there. What he needs is there. There's a plane there. There's a fucking place to stay. There's a hideout. Here's this, this. And it is fucking wild. And then you have, that's where that whole thing came that he is alive. And the whole him being alive thing, that's a tough one. I mean, mean, it depends on how real it is. Because, you know... I have these things where even uh, McAfee, McCa- uh, I have my doubts he's even real, especially with this mm-hmm. documentary that dropped. You know, I mean, yeah. it's so, it's so chaotic. It's so, I mean, there's times where there's fucking dope all over the table and they're fucking, they're all, Mc- McAfee's in the fucking boat shooting guns. You know, they, at one point they have 20 something guns in this boat, you know, they roll up to, uh, uh, fuck, I think they rolled up to Cuba or something, and right away the military's there, so they take their guns, they say, you can you can have, like, four guns, you know? So they hand over guns, they have four of them, the military goes to walk away, and woo, they take off in the boat. He's <laughs> like, well, I gotta keep what guns I got, we gotta get out of here! You know, like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know, I don't, yeah. I, it's, it's hard, it's, it, it I don't even know if that, that guy's real. If, the, if that's all made up bullshit, because I mean, he supposedly had that kill switch, you know, or dead man switch, uh, yeah. where he has 
terabytes and terabytes of information. And the story on that is that he gifted the U.S. government laptops that all had spyware on it. Well, now, yeah, here's you, the, uh, I want to bring up while you're talking about this. Have you ever heard of the Promise program? Hmm, I don't think so. All right. The Promise program was a software program that the Department of Justice and a lot of government agencies bought or actually stole from another company. Um, and before they got the Promise program, it had a backdoor built into it. Now, here's the thing about McAfee or, or, or however you want to say his name. Yeah. Uh, I always called him McAfee. But here's the thing about it. When he used to do those crazy <laughs> videos, where he'd appear every once in a while and do interviews. Yeah. He said, I promise if anything happens to me, I have dirt on everybody. Yeah. Now, he kept saying that for almost two years while he was, quote unquote, on the run. And he kept saying, I promise. And he used to emphasize that. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was the way that he inflected when he said that word. I promise that I have dirt oh. on every. If anything happens to me, I have a dead man switch now. The program, the promise program was stolen from another company. And by the time the U.S. government realized that it had a backdoor built into it beforehand, it was already everywhere. And they were going to use it to spy on other countries. But they were also using their own programs here in the United States, the Department of Justice and other places. McAfee has always been associated with that backdoor hack in other circles. And uh, I wonder now that we see all this stuff dropping that is being attributed to him, <laughs> if uh, that's not his dead man switch. That it's like a slow leak. I mean, there was that uh, he had that crypto mm -hmm. that dropped that supposedly somewhere the data is somewhere, but it's scattered through the blockchain. Mm -hmm. uh, but I haven't ever seen anything come about it. And yes. now you have, you know, the girl, the girlfriend or the, not the hooker one, but her <laughs> saying, you know, that, um, he called her now they can easily make that shit up too. They can easily make a phone call. Yeah. I mean, especially someone like, uh, it is Matt McAfee, right? Am I saying it wrong? I'm thinking uh, of Pat McAfee. Yeah. You know, kicker. it's McAfee. God damn it. <laughs> you got to edit that out. Anyways, uh, yeah, yeah she, the, her she, call. She, what's the, they? I mean, I'm just saying they could. The phone calls easy, easy to make, you know, especially someone like him with how much video of him and his audio and stuff like that. Um, and, but his virus software, I mean, he is a he's. Like brilliantly like a. A pioneer, retarded baby. genius you know yeah uh and uh so the whole faking his death thing i don't know you know i mean if 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 any part of that uh documentary is true i don't see how he even made it that long in that prison yeah because there's yeah. there's bounties supposedly there was bounties on his head from like oh, everybody yeah. You know, I mean, live or dead when he's in Belize, they're like, just shoot him. Yeah. If you just shoot him, we'll give you money. Well, I knew. <laughs> he doesn't thing, have to be dead. Interesting thing to me is 
that there were rumors when he was in Belize, there were rumors that old uh, Brennan from the CIA had put a $10 yeah. million bounty on him if they just bring him in dead so he couldn't yeah. talk. But again, with the move, with the document, you got to watch that documentary. I can't remember what the fuck it's called, but it's on Netflix. Chris. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It might be censored there in the UK. I don't know how it works over there. You got the Queen dead and stuff. They might it might just be all Queen stuff on Netflix. Right? <laughs> yeah. they, with, <laughs> with with that documentary and the whole. Like he was so the cops or the authorities were always just right there. Yeah. They were just it was like a movie. Yeah. But in a documentary, what... it was like a Blair Witch project. But with John McC- McAfee, McAfee mm-hmm. and some guys with uh, like the dude said, he's like, I didn't even have a camera. I had a camera that someone gave me at an airport like four years <laughs> before that. And I just was it's like, weird. OK, dude. The, and the now last, you have, what's that? The last year's just strange. He would make these weird appearances on different shows, doing interviews. Yeah, I'll eat my and, own dick. I mean, it was just, it was just really insane. That, he was on uh, like uh, CNBC or whichever the one is with Squawk Box or whatever, you know, the financial one, saying he'll eat his own dick if uh, Bitcoin didn't hit one million by what twenty nineteen. 2020 or something like that. Yeah. And uh, he also helped pump cryptos. Um, oh, yeah. And that's what they supposedly were after him for. They weren't after him for the supposed alleged Iris. Uh, death of his neighbor. They were after him supposedly over the taxes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that, for one, that shit's crazy, man. You know, I mean, being sent after over taxes. I mean, how much this motherfucker owe, man? But it's not. It's it's his actual his tax and insurance, you know, that he possibly has. You know, and I honestly, I honestly think they were after him because of his ability to to work computers, um, his savant nature with with it, with cryptos and and uh, all these different things that he could do. Um. But that association with with the Promise program is something that they've been very carefully avoiding. As a matter of fact, setting up every red herring they could to not connect him and his group to that program. Um, Somebody was asked about his connection to the software, and it was an immediate shutdown on the interview. Um, That's the reason why, you know, with your with your program. I was wondering you know, if you had gotten any background information or any anything that you didn't actually get on the air with your interview. No, not not really. I mean, uh, I'm being told that he's for sure dead. That my mm-hmm. contact has like direct contact with uh, Janice, his wife. Mm-hmm. That he is in fact dead. But then again, his body supposedly still laying on ice. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much craziness with it. There's mm-hmm. the the probability that he's not real. I believe is higher than any part of it, uh, just because. And there's that old thing that that uh, they said that uh, he was uh, the the 
quote unquote, the uh, antivirus programs, especially uh, CIA and, and uh, intelligence operations programs, and that McAfee was just a face. Well, yeah, I mean, the, any software you put on your fucking computer, for sure. I mean, and there's I, no I, way to tell. I mean, they weave these webs so deep. By the time you start digging into them, you know, you got to wade through so much bullshit just to find yeah. anything. Yeah, and like I, you know, I stress this all the time: is like they they try they their whole point is to control our realities, right? Okay. To to re- to control our realm, if you will, and most of uh, what we do is through these screens. Most all that we do is through these screens. And to me anymore, if it isn't physical in 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 my actual reality, like I can't trust it even exists. Especially if it's something you know, like. And I always go back to Snowden on this. Like they have the ability to make deep fakes and deep oh, fakes yeah, yeah. that are a beyond anything you can comprehend these little snippets and these little tom cruise deep fakes and shit like that these are nothing they these are nothing you know so they can uh the whole what they've been able to do for years has me thinking even snowden was something that is just used as a revelation you know, we made movies about the guy. I mean, he's in Russia. There's a war and shit. Wouldn't you think Russia would be using him as leverage that they would have picked him up or something? You know, I mean, oh, brother. It, yeah, so many things. He layers. Yeah, we can thing. go deep. We've already went over everything from I think penises to uh, <laughs> COVID. Penises, wings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listen, we man. Over. Thank you for coming. On us today man this has yeah. been a, a really good conversation yeah i enjoyed this i have to do this one again <laughs> oh, yeah i'll have to have you guys on atn nice. uh, be nice. the timing difference for you general you know it'll be a late one for you if you come on atn but well, that's where you can find me sunday well, nights is uh atn dot sure. yeah i will uh, i'll Hit you up. I've just got a couple of things to do, mate, and I'll I'll message you shortly about that. But um, yes, yeah. Would you like to let everybody know where they can get hold of you, please, uh, Chris? Yeah, I mean, uh, you can. As far as I know, you can search me, you know, on Google or Duck Duck Google or whatever, and kind yeah. of pull up some things. But you can find me on uh, any platform if you listen to podcasts. Uh, I'm, I do a live show every night on ATN.live. That's Embellus Talk Network. Live. Uh, you just type in ATN.live and click the play button. Boom. That thing runs 24 seven, not my show, all the shows they cycle through. It's just the thing that broadcasts 24 seven. Shep does a show every night live. Uh, there's a couple other shows on there, the Cole report and such. And, uh, I'm pretty responsive on Twitter. Uh, so you can get me on Twitter at, uh, rained out rant. And then, uh, yeah, I couldn't get the cast on their Twitter. You wouldn't let me have a cast. Uh, I have uh, all other social media, but it's hard to find me. I mean, uh, Facebook, uh, you can go facebook.com slash rained out rant That's my page. That's my backup page. Cause they fucking killed my other page. No warning. no, 
Or I guess I got a warning on that one. That was the YouTube that I got no fucking warning on when they just took my YouTube page away. It just disappeared. It was like I never existed. Yeah. Yeah. Now if you go on YouTube and you try to search Rancast, rained out Rancast, you ain't going to find it. So it's real pointless to put up videos and stuff. That's why, again, ATN.live. And also, uh, I just set up the Buy Me a Coffee. Help uh, support my show. Buymeacoffee.com slash Rantcast. Sweet. Nice one, Chris. Nice one, yeah, Chris. This fun. Uh, once again, um, it has been an honor having you on. Fascinating conversation. Um, oh, I can't yeah, wait to have you on again, mate. I cannot wait to have you on again. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to talk Hunter about more about Hunter Biden or something. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh. Bobby, I love that, mate. Bobby, love, I, I, love call him, I call him Bobby Hunter Biden. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> well, well, uh, gentlemen. Nice um, yeah, thanks, mate. Thank you, uh, Raven. Do you want to let everybody know they can get hold of you, please, mate? Oh, same as always. You can find me at Spreaker.com. No apologies, enough said. Or Raven Kiefer, and uh, I have an extensive playlist list on YouTube under Raven Kiefer's. So, there we go. Nice one, mate. Nice one, <laughs> uh, gentlemen. I'm going to stop recording now. Thanks again. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>